Welcome to the Lights Camera Sports Podcast presented by Chestnut Hill Technologies. I'm Mike Galtieri, so happy to have you on board. Well, we have a very exciting podcast coming up, talking to uh, University of Connecticut Athletics Director Dave Benedict, nice enough to join us. We talked about his career, uh, the Randy Edsel hire, and how he envisions the future for the UConn Athletic Football Program playing out. So take a look. Let's listen first to Chestnut Hill Technologies, and then we'll go right into the podcast with the University of Connecticut Athletics Director, Dave Benedict. Chestnut Hill Technologies is a leading technology integration and cybersecurity consulting firm based in the Boston area and owned by BC alum. CHT provides world-class strategy and consulting to Fortune 500 and mid-cap firms throughout New England and nationally including State Street Bank, Amaj Pharma, and Intel Corporation. Check them out at chestnuthilltechnologies.com. That's chestnuthilltechnologies.com. Okay, here on the Lights, Camera, Sports podcast with the Director of Athletics of the University of Connecticut, Dave Benedict joins us here. Dave, thanks so much for the time. Absolutely. Happy to be here. Well, Dave, I'd like to talk about people's careers and analyze them. Let's just talk about your career. You grew up, uh, do you always enjoy sports and uh, do you always play sports from a young age? Yeah, well, I grew up in Tempe, Arizona, and my dad actually was a uh, college football coach. So uh, I've been around it my entire life. Uh, I don't know that there's ever been a year that I haven't uh, been involved some way in college football. So, yeah, I've been around it my entire life. Uh, and, yeah, I, I love competition and whether it's football or whether it's any other sport that uh, that we sponsor at Connecticut I love seeing young people being able to go out uh, either work as a team or work individually and challenge themselves to, to try to compete at the highest level possible and then you graduated from 1995 from Southern Utah just talk about your experience in college you know after you grew up in Arizona uh, what made you go to school in Utah and what was it like well you know the, the one thing that uh, growing up on the West Coast you really don't have a appreciation for how many more schools are on really the the east coast so in arizona we we really only had three universities that competed in football you had arizona state university of arizona and then northern arizona and you know unfortunately for whatever reason none of those schools really recruited me as a as a scholarship player i was recruited by some smaller schools and southern utah was about six hours from home um I really, it's a beautiful place. Is that St. George, Utah? Uh, it's north of St. George. It's actually Cedar City, Cedar City. but it's about an hour north there. of yeah. St. George. Beautiful place. And a couple other guys from Arizona that I played high school uh, ball with were, were recruited there. So we went up there. We had a great experience and uh, remember those days fondly. And, and you know, listen, it uh, I, I really owe a lot of my success as a, as a professional to um, – to college football and the experiences that I had, great coaches, and uh, the lessons that I learned. And then I heard your wife, too, is four-time All-American in gymnastics yeah, well, as well. Listen, my, did my, you meet her in Utah? I didn't. I didn't. Lisa was a, uh, a two-time national champion at, at Arizona State. She's a Hall of Famer there. Uh, <laughs> she's an Olympic caliber athlete. You know, I, I actually met her working at Arizona State. Her coach, uh, she, uh, she obviously was no longer a student athlete. I want to make sure that everyone's clear on that. <laughs> <laughs> but her uh, her coach introduced us, and um, I I, uh, I will for, forever be grateful for that. There you go. Now I just have your career. You went Arizona State, Long Beach, VCU, uh, Minnesota, Auburn. Just talk. Take a macro look at your journey. What got you into college administration? Uh, the stops along the way. You know, it's interesting. You know, for whatever reason, as a as a younger kid. 
being around my dad, seeing him going through the, the trials and tribulations of, of being a, a football coach, I, I made the decision at a young age that I didn't want to coach, but I wanted to be around um, sports. And I, I, at that point in time, I certainly wasn't able to articulate, hey, this is what I want to do. Yeah. But as I got older, you know, I, I knew that there was a path to get into college athletics. But again, I didn't know exactly what area of college athletics. I just knew I wanted to, to get involved. And I, I was very fortunate that uh, the first interview I had, uh, it was actually at Arizona State. And I interviewed with a few people there. And one, one individual in particular, a gentleman by the name of Vic Seglis, um, I, I, and I really met with him because they were running behind. I think they needed some, some fill time, so they threw me in his office. Uh, we, we actually had some connections. Um, come to find out, I actually went to high school with, with one of his daughters. And um, so we, we made some connections. He wound up hiring me at Arizona State. And actually, uh, with the way things work in this business, he, he became the athletic director at Long Beach State, eventually gotcha. hired me there. I worked for him. Gotcha. He stayed there, and he spent 10 years at Long Beach State. And he's now working at, at uh, UConn for me as, as my deputy athletic wow. director. So um, very world. fortunate yeah. to have a guy that, that's been in the business as long as him, had, was an athletic director for 10 years, and, and chose to come work with me and help me uh, be, be successful here at UConn. I'm glad he took that. He's probably glad he took that meeting with you to fill some time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, listen, hey, it, it you know, I, I feel like, um, you know, I worked work for him several years at Arizona State, and then I work with him at Long Beach, and, uh, you know, I, I, I see Vic as family, and uh, he's he's done a lot of things to help me in my career, and uh, this was an opportunity. He's, he's from the back east originally. He's from uh, Niagara Falls, okay. uh, went to school at Bucknell, and has a lot of back east ties. Both of his sons are in the business, uh, that Casey and, and Vic Seglis. They both work for me at different institutions along the way. One's at um, Kent State, and the other one's at Albany. So, you know, it's a, it's a very um, tight circle, and... Uh, you know, I'm, I'm just very fortunate that I've worked for a lot of good people in the business. Last couple of questions, too. I know it's your career path. You've been in different regions of the country, and I don't, not everyone can say they, they've been doing that. What have you learned from the different cultures? Obviously, Auburn down south, Minnesota, you know, north, Big Ten country, SEC. What have you yeah. learned all the about Pac-10, those cultures? Pac-10, but now the yeah, Pac-12. That you've brought to UConn now in northeast. Well, you know, I mean, one of the things that you learn is – you can't do it the same way at every place because the cultures are unique. Um, but you also learn that every place has challenges. So, um, you know, I, I think you have to come in. You have to uh, to learn the culture. You have to learn um, about the history and traditions of a university. And then and then try to tweak them in ways that, that are going to be beneficial. Um, you know, the most important thing for me, listen, we're in this business uh, to provide young individuals the opportunity to uh, to achieve both athletically, um, academically, and then certainly we want to we want to grow them holistically so they can be successful after college. But you know we want to we want to do things that are going to make their experience better, make our fans' experience better. So when we talk about making decisions. Um, and, and potential changes, you really have to, to go back to that. How is this going to impact the student-athlete experience? How is this going to impact our, our fans' experience? So uh, when, when we do things, we, we, we certainly try to evaluate it based on those two things. Chestnut Hill Technologies is a leading technology integration and cybersecurity consulting firm based in the Boston area and owned by a BC alum. 
CHT provides world-class strategy and consulting to Fortune 500 and mid-cap firms throughout New England and nationally, including State Street Bank, Amaj Pharma, and Intel Corporation. Check them out at chestnuthilltechnologies.com. That's chestnuthilltechnologies.com. And then just to focus now on UConn, your, obviously your, your big splash hire was Randy Edsall. Just talk about... I'm, I'm interested in your mind. How did that all come about? You know, in a way, outside the box hire and bringing them back. You don't hear that often in college athletics. What just just give us the listeners here the timeline of how everything played out. Well, I don't. I don't. It's been a while, so I don't know that I want to get into the whole timeline of it. But you know, once you make a decision that you're going to move on, you know, you you certainly have to, um, and, and probably before you make that decision. You, you, you need to know that you can hire someone that's going to come in and be able to do a better job than than the individual that you've got running your program. So, um, you know, all of that happens um, and, and can happen quickly. Uh, certainly, you're always evaluating constantly going through the season. But, you know, at the point in time where we made the decision to make a change, the benefit that I had was coming into this job. There was a lot of discussion because of the Big 12 and what the Big 12 was doing about conference realignment or the potential of conference realignment. It really forced me to have to dig in to our history and tradition because we were in a position where we you know, had the opportunity to sit down with those folks and yep. talk to them about UConn and talk to them about how successful that we've been as a, as a university as well as an athletics program. In that process, and really digging into football, it, it was amazing to me how much success that we had uh, during our time in the Big East. And, and all of that leadership and success was under Randy Etzel. And so, you know, you begin to say, hey, how did he do this here? Because obviously we hadn't had success the previous five years um, because, you know, a lot of this was going on prior to our season. And then you're going through the season. We're not, we're not necessarily achieving um, at a level that we think we should. And then, you know, so you start asking some people questions. I have some people that I know that, uh, that have known Randy for quite some time. And, you know, I know, I know coaches that interacted with him uh, in the Big Ten. Uh, when he was at Maryland so you know you begin to develop a picture and it it, it was a pretty easy hire you know people um, may overthink it and say hey this is an out-of-the-box hire because you're bringing someone back but at the end of the day uh, you know I I think Randy uh, learned uh, that he really loved UConn that he was a great fit at UConn and he could have a lot of success if he came back, and for those reasons, uh, it was it was an easy hire because we know that Randy fits the culture because everyone loved him when he was here. We know that Randy could have success in recruiting and developing kids, which that's the kind of program we are. We're going to have to go out and recruit and develop kids to to be successful. Uh, he was successful at identifying kids that not only did he recruit, develop them, but then moved him on to, to play in the NFL. We had, I think, 25 guys on NFL rosters just a, a couple of years ago, which was one of the most um, of any any university in, in the country. So there's just too many things that Randy was successful at UConn. And I think being in this business as long as I've had, had and going to the number of places, 
you see coaches have a lot of success at one place and then they leave, and it doesn't necessarily always translate every place. Why is that, do you think? Well, I, I don't know that, that I can pinpoint it, but what I can tell you is that a lot of times um, I feel like the coaches are Culture. are built to – here, here's here's really what it, it's more about. I think it comes down to fit, and I think Randy Etzel fits UConn. Yeah. You know, it's like anything in life, personality-wise. That's what, right. What and is. so one of the one of those pieces is is you know the type of student athlete that you're going to recruit and coach. And I think not all coaches are can have the same amount of success develop going out and recruiting. A one star, two star, three star student athlete versus coaching a four or five star. You 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 might approach coaching those kind of kids differently, and I think that that's something that you have to look at. And Randy obviously was you know one. I I think this is really a gift in coaching and regardless of sport. But I think there are some very. Um, special coaches that have a gift when it comes to identifying talent that has not yet um, shown itself. And Randy has an eye for being able to identify talent um, before it's a three or four or five star um, type of situation. So he's able to to look at these kids before they've hit their growth spurt, before they've put on the 20 or 30 pounds that a lot of these kids do at some point in time in their careers. He's able to see through that and say, hey, listen, this kid in two or three years is going to be able to compete on any level, um, whether it's you know in the Big Ten or the, the ACC or the SEC and, and then on to the NFL. He's able to see through that initially and, and then develop those kids. And it's why you see if you if you watch any games on Sunday, and every time before they start an NFL game, they read through the rosters, and most of the time they say where they played college football, and most of the time, over half of them have come from smaller schools or what some people would consider are smaller schools. Non-power six. That's right, and and so that's because people didn't identify them early enough because obviously they had the ability yep. it just hadn't shown itself yet and, and I do think that there are coaches that have an eye for that kind of talent and Randy does and you know I was watching Randy I know you were as well the press conference today the, the media session and what came to me personally is just at ease confident and it seems like he's really relaxed coming back to the University of Connecticut well he talked about his experience and and how that has has uh, probably helped him uh, become a better better head football coach. And I'm really excited about the fact that we've got the most tenured fo- head football coach in our league. And yeah. in some cases, we got a guy that's got 17 years more more of experience than anybody, you know, than, than across the sideline. So when, when you have a guy that has 17 years of experience and you're looking across the sideline at someone that has zero, th- it doesn't necessarily translate into a win, but you, you should have a little bit of an advantage. And I'm excited about that. I think that gives us a leg up uh, in preparation uh, because, hey, we're, we're all human, and when you don't have experience at doing something, you're bound to 
have to learn by making some mistakes. And I'm hopeful that that uh, because Randy's had all those years of experience, that it's going to minimize the potential number of mistakes and really put us in a position to to maybe get some things done uh, that maybe some people wouldn't expect us to. I got to give you a lot of credit when I first announced when you first announced the Fenway series, UConn Boston College. Yes. I thought, wow, that was a great idea for you guys. It's all about creating events. You lose a home game in East Hartford, but you get paid to go to Boston, create a unique experience. Now national TV at Fenway Park you know that's the type of stuff that recruits love and just talk about how that game quickly came together and you know obviously you must be feeling really good that's a marquee event that people will be talking about around New England uh, yeah throughout we're, the region. we're excited CBS has already picked it up which they didn't have to do because it's a late game but they they've already chose to to put that on in prime time so Under the lights yeah we, we really appreciate the fact that CBS has chosen to do that uh, because last year's game at BC was not even televised live Correct. On, yeah. on on TV so um, that's a big win for us. Uh, really appreciate our fan base and understanding and appreciation why we did this. Um, Have they been receptive? I, I think in most most uh, situations. Listen, I, I understand. Big picture. I, I appreciate the fact that um, you know BC's a rival for us, and uh, you know even though it's going to be our home game in Fenway, uh, it, it's a little bit different than having them in your own backyard. So you know we've got BC in a home and home down the road, and uh, you know we'll make sure that we play them in East Hartford. Uh, when it's their turn to come to, to us. But, listen, I, I've got to thank Sam Kennedy and the folks at, uh, at, at with the Red Sox and, and, Fenway, and Sports Fenway Sports Group because, uh, you know, without them – uh, this wouldn't have been possible. So, you know, Sam was gracious enough to reach out to me after I got the job. And, uh, I, you know, I really thought that was unique because here I am getting a, a congratulation note uh, from from the president of, of uh, Fenway Sports Management Group that, you know, they – it's not in our state, but that's yeah. That's the part of the New England piece that I, I I'm learning about, yeah. and that it's not just about each state. It's a region. Um, it's a region, and people look at it that way. And so, listen, he 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 thought that it would be a great idea. I do think what they're trying to do relative to not just our game, but that whole week, they've got a few games that are going on. They're going to play some high school football games. So, I think it's great for the sport of football. It's great for football in our region, and uh, I'm excited that. that we're a part of it and we had a, a hand in making it happen. Last question. Yeah. You've lived across the whole country. How do you like living in Connecticut and what do you like to do outside of work uh, for fun and family? Well, listen, the uh, there, there's, not a, there's not a lot of uh, outside time or there hasn't been in the last uh, 14 or 15 months. But listen, Connecticut's a beautiful state. Um, I've never, as you mentioned, I've been in a lot of different places. I've never let the, the weather determine my happiness. Oh, good. So, because you can't. <laughs> and can't control it. Yeah, you can't control it. So, it's a beautiful place. The fact that uh, I live in Glastonbury, the fact that you can be uh, on the water in about 40 minutes uh, on the Long Island Sound is really a, amazing to me. You know, it took me about an hour and 45 minutes to drive up here to Newport, which is one of the most beautiful places that I've ever been. Um, so there's a lot of opportunity. You, you get to go to Boston, you get to go to New York, a lot of great things. As far as spare time, um, you know, I've got twin boys that uh, that I don't get to see a lot of, so um, going and watching them play sports and trying to uh, spend time with them is is probably where I focus most of my time. Well, that's great. Well, thanks so much for the time. You bet. Chestnut Hill Technologies is a leading technology integration and cybersecurity consulting firm based in the Boston area and owned by a BC alum. 
CHT provides world-class strategy and consulting to Fortune 500 and mid-cap firms throughout New England and nationally, including State Street Bank, Amaj Pharma, and Intel Corporation. Check them out at chestnuthilltechnologies.com. That's chestnuthilltechnologies.com. Well, thanks so much for listening to the Lights, Camera, Sports podcast presented by Chestnut Hill Technologies. Uh, I'd like to thank Dave Benedict. A lot of interesting stuff about UConn athletics and the future. He Obviously, he believes the future is bright for the football Huskies. Well, I'd like to remind everybody, to feel free to give me an email, Lights, Camera, Sports, Ads. If you want to advertise or sponsor this podcast, once again, that is Lights, Camera, Sports, Ads, A-D-S, all one word at gmail.com lights camera sports ads at gmail.com thanks so much for listening to the podcast this week we'll be back next week here on the lights camera sports podcast this is mike galtieri signing off